spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Monday's portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. I am Chad. Gatos, back tomorrow. So get us Chad Show. And today, Bruce St. James. Thanks for having me, Chad. I love having you, brother. I Appreciate love it. Here. Thank you for Gatos. He, he, really he braved the fog to roll in here. <laughs> College football's got its four big teams. I see here we have the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Is this the, uh, uh, Steve, you are the uh, sports whiz here you on this one. I do believe whiz. this is the one of the two semifinal championship games. Which game? The Fiesta Bowl? Yeah. Yes, it's one of the college football and players. who do we got? We've got this crappy Michigan team taking on the mighty TCU. Correct. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. They're not. They should boat race TCU. But you know what? they got to play we'll the see. game. Hey, that's why they TCU's coming off a loss, so they'll be pretty ticked yeah. already. And they're horn frogs, so you never, you know. But a Wolverine, man. You don't mess mm-hmm. with a Wolverine. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, who would win in a fight? Wolverine or Horn Frog? Hello, uh, Wolverine. But they're the same size, I think it are would be, really? but no, yeah, they're not. No, they're not that. Uh, that being said, uh, it is time to enter the transfer portal. What is that? That's where you say, uh, I don't want to play here anymore, even though you've been nice to me. I want to go somewhere else. Do you remember back in the olden days that you could go from one college to another? But it was there was like these extreme circumstances. You had to sit out a year, you had to sit out a year, and then you could go to another team, right? or you could go to the division below or junior college, right? And then you could come up and, and play, then bounce yeah. back. So that's how it used to be. Yeah, not anymore. It is an absolute farce now. Can we can we at least get to the point where we stop referring to these people as student athletes, at least in football? Yeah, and here's why: they are being paid to play a game, copious amounts of money. Isn't that the definition of a professional? It is. If you're being paid to do it. And the transfer portal now allows players to go from one team to another. It's unrestricted free agency. It just opened today. To shop their wares. And get paid legally with these NIL deal, name, image, likeness, where schools, boosters, companies can pay a player directly for the use of their name, image, and likeness to promote a product, an endorsement, for lack of better terms. Yeah, because it was really weird. So if you, uh, like, three, four years ago, if you went to college, and let's just say you were a great, you know, hockey player, but you did a cooking show on YouTube, yeah. you couldn't have, no. you'd have to get, keep the money. It was stupid. It was, yeah. you know, if you know if you were a model. If you were a musician, yeah. you couldn't sell your music if you also happened to play in the football team. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is if you were a musician there as a musician, you could sell an as album. As much money as you want. Yeah. So you go super platinum. Yeah, and they didn't care. So they changed the rules. Name, image, likeness. So that's why you see all these stars everywhere. And it's happening, man. They're going everywhere. ASU, a lot of players. I, I, I saw today a bunch entering this portal, basically transferring. And when you enter the portal, Steve, basically, you just go on a list. And, like, other teams can go shopping. Like, you know what we really need? We need a cornerback with some pretty decent speed. And you can go search for him and go, hey, would you like to come to our school? Is it any is it any easier than that? It's kind of like a social media platform. You just kind of go in there and log in and see swipe who's right. there. And, and if yeah. they swipe right, you swipe right. I'm playing for you. Oh, that looks like a good quarterback. Swipe right. Yeah. But and if I understand correctly, when the transfer portal first started out, it was for players who maybe weren't getting playing time or they were third string and they still were like, I need to do it. Here's an example. U of A wide receiver Dorian Singer. Okay. Entered the transfer portal today. He was the leading receiver on the Wildcats. He had 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. And he's leaving. Not because he's not getting playing time, 
but because he proved his value and he's worth more to somebody else. Yeah, somebody in the what SEC is going to pay him to come play there. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And But remember, the argument for years was guys would go out and they would be recruited and they would show up at a college. Knowing full, the coach knows full well, I'm leaving. I've got the fat contract oh, in front yeah. of me. And, and everybody's like, well, it's not fair. This guy recruited me. And he the coach to, can bail. Yeah. Case in point, Deion Sanders, Ooh. who broke the news to his team. Hey, I'm bouncing after their big win. Uh, he was at an HBSU, a historically black college. Yep. Uh, and he bounced. And then he went to Colorado. And he told everybody in Colorado. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal. And do whatever you're going to get. Because more you jump in, the more we'll be there. Because we raise kids. That's smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Yeah. He's already telling them, hey, you guys, get in the portal now. This is his new team. This is it. Because I need room because I'm bringing better kids that are smarter and tougher than you here. And we know who my, hey, 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 uh, wise man Steve, who's his quarterback? His kid. That's right. He's Shocking development. He, he announced that at his press conference. You're yeah. going to get to see Deion Sanders coach because ASU and Colorado are both Pac-12 South, right? Yeah. By the way, I love that not oh. only did he tell his team, you're not very good and I'm replacing you, but then he got them the entire room to chant the yes. words that, here's all the characteristics of the kids that I'm bringing in that are yeah. better than you. Yeah. Smart? They're Absolutely. smart. And everyone's like, smart. Well, this is Deion. Right here. Yeah, here's Deion to a T. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. Bringing my luggage with me. I'm bringing my luggage with me, and And it's it's Louis. Louis, as in Louis Vuitton. Yes. Yeah. This is about money. Absolutely. His, his going away speech, to his credit, uh, you know, you can make an argument. Dion is. Oh, because a lot of those guys just leave but right in the middle of the night. But he, he's the only honest one out there. He sat before his team at um, uh, Jackson State. Jackson State? Yeah, Jackson State, yeah. And said, there's only two ways you go as a coach you, yeah. either, you either get promoted or you get kicked out. Yeah. And I chose promoted. And that's why I'm moving on. And they're paying me more money. I got more money. I'm moving on. And you that's how it works. Yeah. But the deal is now the players can do the same Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And I've never had a problem with that. I've never had a problem with but that. It fundamentally changes college. But sports. it has. But it's all, you know, it has. Like today I saw that uh, Kendon Slovis is his name. He was a star at USC. Okay. Then he traveled to Pitt. Yeah. Pitt's guy, the new guy coming in, is bringing his guy from Boston College, and so he's now tra- he's oh, now going to go sakes. somewhere else, even though he had a great year. Um, Stevie Z, only because I watched the Netflix QB one, Spencer Rattler, local kid, local went to Pinnacle uh, Peak or yeah. whatever it's called. How many colleges has he played for now? Is he uh, on his third or fourth? He went to Oklahoma, Oklahoma? and then he transferred to South Carolina. No, but he was at Ohio State also. Yeah, he was at Ohio State, right? Spencer for, Rattler. Yeah, I thought for a yes. cup of coffee he was. No. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, Look at I'm Quinn a Buckeye Ewers, fan. The guy for Texas. Now you're gonna make me Google he, it. He left high school early so he could. He said, "Look, I got to do this. With my family, you know, because if you see his haircut, you're thinking they probably don't have a lot." And uh, I'm not saying that, but he's got a sweet mullet. So what did he do? He left high school early, took all of his, you know, grades and exams, went, spent half a season, and then tra- then went back to Texas because Texas basically said, "We guarantee a million dollars." And listen, I. I, to a certain extent, have no problem with it. My bigger issues with the NCAA that continues to refer to these people as student-athletes, which is hilarious. Yes. Okay? What is the famous line again, Stevie? Oh, uh, the great philosopher uh, Cardell Jones once said, we ain't here to play school. 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 The expectation is I perform on the field, football, basketball, whatever it is, gymnastics, 
and I get paid to do it. Yeah. I am a professional athlete. I just happen to play at a college. Well, yeah. I think, too, you look around at the NFL and who's been very successful. Number one picks, won national championships, maybe even a couple have been to Super Bowls. Joe Burrow transferred Burr. in college. Yeah. Justin Fields transferred yep. in college. Kyler Murray, the Cardinals quarterback, transferred, transferred in, college. in college. Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton. The list goes on and on. So people are looking at them and saying, well, it worked for them. And let's remember, a lot of this is all about Ed O'Bannon, the basketball remember player that? that wasn't great. but his, the video game. His face was on the EA video game, yes. and he's like, I didn't make a dime for that. And all of a sudden, you guys are doing this, and that's where it, it had started. his number, his face, everything, yeah. and he goes, you guys are selling that game for millions, and I don't have... I don't have enough money to go yeah. uh, eat at the student union. Yeah, my brother was way better at basketball than I was. For whatever reason, I won a national championship. So can I can I can I share something just to show you also what, yeah. what the real deal on this now? Do you know who the number one person college athlete is making in the NIL name image likeness? That would be Olivia Dunn, right? It is Olivia Dunn. She is a gymnast at LSU. All right. And the word is, at least she admits to, about $2.8 million is yeah. what she made last year for her name, image, and likeness because of her social media presence. And she said eh, last week, I know what I do. I sell sex. To her credit. There you go. If it works, trust me, if I could sell sex, I would. Yeah. So I if can't. you thought the football player, the star football, the quarterback was going to make all the money, oh, no. It's going to be the hot girls that make all the money. Absolutely. Good on her. Good for her. Run with I it. I got Those, no problem the with The Cavender it. twins. But are they, are not, they are not uh, uh, amateur athletes. They no. are professional. They are being paid to play a game. Yes, absolutely. He is uh, the one and only. The one and only, I say. Bruce St. James in for Gatos. I am the one and only Chad. Gatos is back tomorrow. Uh, coming up, we got a lot of other stuff to squeeze in, including a little bit of uh, the big Q right there. And, uh, of course, you know, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to join uh, Becky over there. A little snark and stuff, because we're going to hold up the headlines. It is the Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q poll question Q. brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, big Q time. Every single day, uh, Gatos does it, except for the part where he's not here. So then look, you go, hey, Steve, wake up. You got to talk to Brubat in the morning. Happy to do it. Uh, let's focus on the Gatos big Q poll question. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Here's the question. Ready. What should happen to the Cochise County Board of Supervisors after they broke the law by missing the deadline to certify their election Hung results? Hung, drawn, and quartered. Uh, that's not one of the options. Okay. Darn it. Uh, maybe a write-in candidate, uh, charged with crimes, Okay. find lots of money, or forget about it and move on. Wow. So can I, can I, can I, can I tell you before I give an answer my yes. concern? Yeah. If there is no punishment, or if the punishment isn't personal, yeah, what, is the, personal. what is the incentive... Two years from now, four years from now, for another board to do the same thing. Exactly if, if there is no disincentive, you've got to be able to. Well, I mean, you, you can't like you find the, the county. Law. You know, the Cochise County taxpayers paying a fine isn't going to make these people act any. We, we just had this right, like where last hour, and you guys missed the show, got the podcast where uh, the you know that you had this cop who's like, "Hey, look at me, I'm uh, you know here, I'm I'm the police chief, uh, so let me off," kind of thing. And the whole thing is is. If you don't punish somebody, 
and say you've done wrong, well, there's no accountability. They broke the law. Mm-hmm. The law says this. And if you don't follow the law and you say, ah, screw it, it's not worth it, well, then why would I not do it next time? Exactly. And isn't that a um, uh, an incentive for others to do the same thing going, well, nothing happened to them. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like kids, right? You tell your kid no, oh, okay. and then they still do it, and you don't do it. There's no repercussions for it. Well, guess what? Well, you, you just say, screw it now. They can do whatever it's they want. It's not a rule. I used to use this. Is it a rule, or is it a suggestion? Because nah. I'll follow the rule. I ignore suggestions. 100%. 100%. So, <laughs> so what uh, should happen? I don't know. Steve, what, what do you got here? Uh, the poll is currently running like this. 47% of people say, forget about it and move on. Okay. 43%. So it's close, say, charged with crimes, and only 10% of people say find lots of money. But the majority of them want some punishment. Uh, 53%. 53%. It's still pretty close. So half and half. Half think they should be punished, half think they shouldn't. And I think if it was a time where we hadn't gone through all this nightmare, I bet that would be higher as Agreed. far as of, of charge them or find them. The problem is I think we're also exhausted from this. We just want to move on. Well, but you also have politicians out there claiming without evidence that there was fraud, it was rigged, and so some people choose to listen to them as opposed to facts. Absolutely. And I mean, so they would be the ones going, well, why would you punish them? They're doing the right thing, regardless of facts, the law, etc. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, eh. but the difference is they... One group has, they can say, with beauty of our countries, we can say a lot of wacky stuff. And, yeah, and, you, know, you can be as crazy as you want. this was a clear case of, here's the rules. Yep. This is when you have to have it done. Otherwise, there's a punishment. And you are going to decide not to punish them? Maybe they lose their gig. Mm. I, I just, I, again, I think you're just continuing to set yourself up that every single election devolves further and further down this rabbit hole of crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. And and when you don't punish and again, it's not about punishing because there we just want to it's about saying, hey, look, you know what? We're going to hold you accountable. You were supposed to do something. You didn't do something. So here are the repercussions of that. And, and let me be fair. I think we should punish people for voter fraud. Absolutely. I think you should punish people that vote twice. I think you should punish people you know, for, for all the things of violating election law as well. Absolutely. Is it a suggestion or is it a law? Because people don't follow suggestions. No. Well, that's damn truth. I know that. Hey, Chad, I got a suggestion for you. Yeah. I'm going to get right on that. I'm going to get <laughs> totally to right it. on that. <laughs> this is Bruce St. James in uh, for uh, young Miss Sierra Gatos. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, coming up, you know, we do it every single day. We work out. We get we get ourselves pumped up because we're going to hold up the headlines. I hope you guys are ready for it. Becky's here. She's going to do her thing. We're going to throw a little snark. It'll be fun. Hold up the headlines. We're back straight ahead. Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. Every single day at this time, we hold up the headlines. We have a little quick opinion about a story, but along the way, we'll have some snark with Becky Lynn. Let's do it. Arizona votes. This concludes the official canvas of the November 8th, 2022 general election. Well, it was a tumultuous election season, but earlier today, the state's results were officially certified. Current Secretary of State Katie Hobbs called the election a success, touting the state's high turnout. But she also stressed false claims undermining democracy are still prevalent. We need to look no further than the effort by some elected officials last week to prevent this canvas from happening by refusing to uphold Arizona's election laws. With the results now 
now certified. Automatic recounts in the races for attorney general and state schools chief can officially begin. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, Bruce St. James in for Gatos. Uh, it's over. It's done. It was uh, quick and easy day. I thought there would be a little chaos. There was none. No. And and again, now the legal process can begin of challenges, which, again, there's been no evidence shown that there's going to be anything that changes. But election. they're smoking guns. And the recount, uh, because we had two elections within half a percentage point. So the manual recount will yeah. go. And I remember you already telling me the chances of those being overturned are slim and none. Yes, and none and slim and everybody else just left. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Hold up the headlines. We had a lot of fog over the valley earlier today. Is that after fog a sounds like? Very <laughs> soggy weekend. It racked up 1.17 inches of rain at Sky Harbor. That was a two-day total. And Jared Heil with the National Weather Service says that is the highest two-day total at the airport since February of 2019. This can soak into the ground. Um, certainly, we like to see rains like this. In the cool season. Many areas had an inch of rain, while some of the East Valley saw more than an inch and a half over the weekend. And, Chad, you got like, what, two feet? Uh, It feels like that. Two feet of fog? uh, uh, Two feet. We got (laughs) so much fog. Very thick fog. Uh, We got so much rain, though, uh, over the weekend. And we're not built out there in the Valley of the Dirt, people. The dirt is out there for a reason. It became the Valley of the Mud. And then it became the Valley of the uh, Flowing Rivers. It was ugly and nasty. But we need it. So, you know what? We just need to... A smile, buttercup, and take it. You know what? I I think maybe people who aren't from here don't get it. Yeah. I think most people kind of like a rainy day. Oh, they do. It's it's different. It breaks up that monotony of 72 and sunny for months on end. I like a little rain. And you got to wear your jacket, so it felt like, you know, Nominal. a little bit of winter. This is what it feels like to live in Seattle. Oh, my goodness me. Except without all the hate and the weird and the hippies and everything. Homeless people. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Hold up deadlines. KTAR eyes on the economy. Tomorrow, the first batch of equipment will be installed at the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Plant under construction in North Phoenix. President Joe Biden will be there to speak. Mayor Kate Gallego tells KTAR it will be a milestone for the city. At future holiday shopping season, you'll be buying phones and other electronics with chips made right here in Phoenix. The $12 billion plant will be the company's largest footprint in the United States, and it will bring thousands of high-wage jobs. Uh, Today, uh, I saw that uh, Apple said they're going to start pulling some of their stuff out of there. We need chips, and I don't think you realize, look, it drives me crazy that he's coming here and he's not going to go to the border. Uh, but we need chip manufacturers bad. If you guys knew how many chips were in your new cars, if you knew how much we rely on this stuff, and quite frankly, if China attacked Taiwan today, good luck getting your iPhone 47 because it's going to take forever. And I don't even know if we have people to man some of these places. You know what? It would be awesome if the Valley or Arizona be- could become a the the chip valley. Do you know Ooh, what I'm saying? I like that. Instead of Valley of the Dirt people, let's be the Valley of the Chips. That would be a great thing to be famous for. I like it. It's it, but we need this really bad. Again, I'd Agreed. like him to see the border, but uh, you know, uh, he was there in 2008, and I don't think much has changed. Yeah, we're holding up the headlines. 
Hundreds of kids from around the valley flocked to Chase Field today to take part in the Diamondbacks Winter Classic. KTAR's Colton Krolak was out at the ballpark and joins us now live to tell us more about the event. That's right, Becky. It's the 25th year the Diamondbacks have hosted the event, which provides kids with shoes, clothes, and boots for the holidays. D-Bats legend Luis Gonzalez says it's important for the organization to give back. These kids are our future, and for us, it, the organization has always prided itself in giving back in the community, and for us, uh, especially at this time uh, of the season, for us to go out there and try to bring cheer uh, to a lot of these kids. The more than 500 children also got to meet Baxter, take part in baseball training, and do other fun activities. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Yeah, uh, baseball. Uh, they're doing good things. It's always good to give back this time of year. Uh, and, you know, I think a lot of people are looking to do it, and the Diamondbacks decided to do it now. I uh, think the D-backs are just trying to scout for new talent. And by the way, maybe they should be. You know, yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah. let's look locally. Let's find these kids in the backyard that can throw 100 mile an hour. Let's go. it has got to be somebody. I'm surprised <laughs> Steve didn't try to go out there, a wise man, oh, and try to get himself uh, picked up on uh, one of the teams. Oh, he's crazy. I'm warmed up. You're you ready to go in, coach? That's it. Yeah, he iced his arm earlier. He's ready. He's throwing some junk. Uh, we're holding up the headlines. If you were waiting until the very last minute to get your travel ID, well, there's good news. The Department of Homeland Security has given you another extension. Bill Lamoureux <laughs> with the ADOT explains that you now have until May of 2025 oh, just around the corner. to get the new ID and you can do it either online or in person. If you do come into an office, you can schedule an appointment to make your time here even quicker. That being said, right now the average wait time in an MBD office around the state is between 10 and 20 minutes. You can make an appointment and see what documents you will have to provide. Just go to azmvdnow.gov. <laughs> 25. Yeah. Somebody um, said earlier today that this was first passed, that we were going to have to do this in 2005. Yeah. This Can I can I give you the background? Please. Only because I have mine. I and have now mine, I feel too. Stupid. Me, too. It's like I rushed to get it. Somebody has mine in California. The 9-11 Commission yeah. suggested that we go to Real ID. Why? Because it's too easy for terrorists to get driver's licenses, but it's so important that we're going to put it off another two years to 2025, 20, you know, because of terrorism. So we're working on, what, eight, oh, 20 years now. Two 20 decades. Years. I wonder if anything could have happened by At this point, don't it's you ridiculous. go, it's ridiculous. Let's just be done with it. Right? You know what? Exactly. You think a terrorist are waiting because every time I think we're going to do something terrist are they going to go, oh, they threaten to do this whole thing ID. with us. Oh, boy. Oh, we're never going to get that. Ah, simple and easy. We hold up the headlines, throw around a little bit of snark every single day, uh, uh, and it was very snarky today. Uh, Bruce <laughs> St. James in for uh, Gators. will be back tomorrow. Uh, coming up, uh, Bruce brought the story to our attention. Uh-oh. Uh, imagine if, you know, grandma or mom was in a facility or dad, and all of a sudden something happened, and the untimely passing took place. Uh, and there was a fine. Wait do you hear what this fine is. Uh, I think it's a little bit low, but you guys will be the judge of that. We'll talk about that straight ahead. The Gatos and Chad Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, guess what, kids? Uh, most proud pet parents have a photo of their furry family members, and we want to see them. So that's what I want you to do. Send us your photo of uh, your pet. You win a $100 gift card. Head to the contest page at KTAR.com for complete details and submit your paw pair. Oh, man, I, I I read that one, and the whole time I'm thinking, if Gatos was here, he would tell me it's stupid thing ever. People love their little animals. He doesn't really. No, he's not. And and what's the thing? I don't you, even have any, but I like them. If you bring him to a place in public, 
like a mall or somewhere uh-huh. he's at, he, I will hear about it, and everybody else will. Really? Let me tell you where I was at a library. Why? I'm, just I'm used lost. to it now. I'm used to it. Yeah. I was uh, on a plane, and a lady brought two dogs. Two? I didn't know you were allowed to bring two. No. Yeah. No. Multiple, uh, what do you call them? Are they service animals. Service, are they service animals. So one of them's a service animal for her, and the other one's a service animal for the, the animal. other animal. Oh, okay. Good I like see. how that works. I see. I see how that works. I brought a cat for my dog. Oh, look at that. So uh, this is an interesting story. So you got a lady who uh, wandered away from her memory care facility. Memory care center. Okay. She passed away. She was Ooh. in her late 80s. Uh, they got fined, as you would think they would do, for not remembering the lady shouldn't be on her own. Right. It was the fine, though, that uh, is a little bizarre. How much is it? If grandma wanders away from the memory care center and is found dead hours later. I would assume it would have been a lot. You'd be wrong. So what's not a lot? What's grandma's life worth at the memory center? Uh, ACDHS find the memory care center $500. Not 500000 not $5 million. They were fined $500 after grandma... Patient, Ina Jenkins, 88 years old, diagnosed with dementia, walked out of the facility in Gilbert. This is almost a, this is like an, I find it as like an insult. It's almost an insult. $500? Well, you didn't actually find them. Let's be honest. Right? Well, you feel like, oh, we got to do something to you. So does $500 sound fair? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we did lose somebody. But uh, do you think it's, it's based on building? age? If you lose a five-year-old oh, for God's sake. as opposed to not. an 88-year-old, <sighs> or fines different. What did that? There was that. Uh, we talked about it earlier this year, like, right? What's a like, life worth? Uh, yeah. Like, Steve, what was it? Was it a... Was it a preschool where they just let everybody kind of all the kids were wandering around the street? Yeah, it was like a daycare and like seven toddlers ended up waddling <laughs> into the street. Get your babies out the street! That's right. I don't think they, they let did. the gate open or something like that. Yeah, oh, I don't they're know. like cats. They just go everywhere, right? <laughs> they have no studies. We're gone. But so here's here's okay. So I brought this story up. Yes, because it's personal to me. Yeah, my mom has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. The disease is progressing as it does with anybody. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of things with her. You know, I talked about this on the air uh, with Gatos a couple months ago, and I got a lot of suggestions, honestly. And it was, they were warm and they were heartfelt. And uh, people gave me suggestions on how to deal with someone, a parent, somebody aging with Alzheimer's. And, you know, one of the things we're doing is we've been doing a lot of uh, um, things. We've been traveling. I took her to Germany, you know, go back home. That's where she was born. Uh, well, she was in wine country last weekend. She likes her wine. So she's up there and, you know, getting out and having experiences with mom while we can still get out and do things. And she at least remembers some of it. But she's going to end up in one of these memory yeah, care centers. Absolutely. We've already picked one out. We know how this goes. And the idea that once you go into them, it must be, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit scared, and I'm not that type of person, but stories like this go, well, how would I know how she's being yeah. treated in there, especially if her memory is such that she couldn't even remember and explain it to me? That's the, you know, when my grandfather, who passed away a couple years ago, okay. that we had to put him into place, because okay. it was too much for anybody to handle. He was... He we, needed round-the-clock Round-the-clock. We had late, we had a nurse coming in, but that wasn't enough eventually. He couldn't be left alone. You know, he would put dinner on and never, you know... Know, go get it. He would Ugh. he would get in his truck after we took him to you know to dinner, sure. and he would get in his truck and go out to dinner. I mean, he had no. It was it was wow. really bad. 
And there was always the worry, too, because COVID was going on. And there's this fear factor of we don't know really what's going on in there, how things are going. And, and you know, it, it, it is you're handing somebody over a life of somebody to people that you don't really know. But to think that $500 is all you risk losing it's a little bit, you know, weird. It is a little on the outrageous side. A $500 fine for allowing one of your patients to wander out and they died because of it. Another nugget in the story is the state fined the facility a total of $1,000. Yeah. But half of that was for the death and the other half was for an employee whose first aid and CPR certification was not up to date. So, so those the, are on the same level. Those are on the same level. And she's 80, what, 88? 88, yeah. She's 88. It's but, not like she's, this isn't, you know, this isn't Usain Bolt that skipped by you here. Yeah, which he didn't, and, and they said a janitor left a door propped open or something and she just wandered out. It's heartbreaking. I'm not trying to make fun of it in the slightest. No. It's absolutely heartbreaking to think that not only can an 88-year-old grandma wander away from this facility, ultimately leading to her death, but the insult of the state says that's that's a $500 fine. Yeah. I can tell you what facility my mom is not going into. That one. Uh, no absolutely. way. No, no. The, no. No. Not even a question. And look, I don't expect them to be perfect. And you're also dealing with a lot of people who are going to have emotional issues. Agreed. Uh, my my grandmother, uh, she when she had d- d- dementia, she got weird and at times violent and scared. My mom gets angry. And it was it's it's yeah. a different world. I don't expect perfection, but Agreed. what I do expect is you not to lose them. Right. Like that's the minimum. Right. You know where they are. I brought them to you. And these memory cares. I'm learning so much about memory yes. care and and all the different the graduated. Care that goes into when you're dealing with somebody like that. It's a lot. It is. This is a scary story. And it happened right here in Gilbert. Oh, yeah. my well, God. Well, there you go. So what is the grandma worth, apparently, to them? $500. But if you have a CPR uh, you know, certification that, that is out of date, yeah. it's another 500, 500 right there. It's $500 oh. for anything that might happen at this point. 500 bucks. <laughs> Bruce St. James in for Gatos. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. A lot of stuff still to get to, including a little mayhem. The last mayhem, maybe? Let's get us chat show. 